Hello, 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 everybody. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Becky Fagan. We are very good friends. Becky and I were in the same mastermind together. It was a wealth mastermind with Alyssa Hammond, and that's where we met, and we hit it off instantly. Becky is fucking hilarious. She is a six-figure business owner um, for new beginner coaches, so if you are a new beginner coach, go and check her out over on Instagram. I'm pretty sure she's Becky Fagan, or it could be Becky.Fagan and how you spell her last name is F-E-I-G-I-N. I'm pretty sure. Becky, please don't yell at me if I butchered that. <laughs> CEO of horrible last names that nobody can spell. That's me. Um, but anyways, Becky is amazing and she comes on and we chat all about just business and um, trusting yourself and all that good stuff. We really get into being a good client and just um, the coaching industry in general just how crazy it is and how we're so grateful for it and it's a really good episode talk to you guys later hello everybody welcome back to the pod hi becky hi jill i'm so excited to have you on and literally i keep thinking of that thing you know that sound on tiktok where it's like i know this bitch named becky becky so i think about you all day every day because that's what's stuck in my head right now is i know this bitch named becky you know, it's actually really funny that you brought that up for two reasons. Number one, I used to always get so pissed because, you know, like Karen is like this horrible, like, um, conservative mom kind of figure. But then Becky is this like teenage bitch, essentially. Like Becky's always been known as this like, almost like slutty, like teenage bitch in like the music industry and stuff. And it like pisses me off almost. It like makes me sad because I'm like, Y'all are destroying my name. Like, (laughs) give me that Becky. Do you know? Do you know that song? Give me that Becky. (laughs) No, I don't. Okay, well, I won't talk about what it means on this podcast. But look it up. Look up. Look up. Look up Becky on Urban Dictionary. It's it's really actually um sad. um, Really for me. I mean, it's funny for everyone else. It's just it's sad for me. So are you not trying to figure out what it means? No, because I think there's a terminology when it comes to the name Jill. There's some terminology like with your hand that's like a hand job. So I can relate to you is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So whatever. But so that song, actually, the other reason that it's funny that you bring that up is I've been trying to think of there's a new, um, there's a new, what's it called? There's a new sound now on TikTok and it's that. And then it's like something else comes in. It's like, I am that bitch named named Becky Becky or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, how do I utilize that sound? That has been me for the past like week is trying to scheme on how do I best utilize that sound? And I'm telling you the second that I come up with something good for it is going to be once the trend is over and it's not going to (laughs) matter anymore. (laughs) You need to like do something like who's the coach that's going to like get you to 10k or something like that and be like I am the bitch named Becky yeah oh my god so funny we could like sit here and talk about fucking TikTok okay guys literally this bitch is the one that got me on TikTok it is Becky we were at the retreat that we were at together in December and she was like you need to download TikTok because there's this girl on there her name's who was it I, I think it was Charlie yeah I think it was Charlie yeah yeah it was Charlie and I was like okay and I was, I was, uh, I was not sober. I'll tell you that much. So I got on it and I was like, this is too much for me. So I deleted it. But then when 
quarantine happened, it just, I got so into it. And it's such a good tool, though, also it for is. It is. And the funniest thing is that weekend, here's the funny thing. First of all, I probably downloaded TikTok a month or so before that. And I was saying like, before it was a thing in the coaching world, really, I was like, I'm going to utilize this. This is going to be my thing. Like six months later, I'm finally starting to actually have, like, I'm trying to post a video at, at one to two every single day to see what happens. But I'm like, come on, Becky, why'd you have to wait? Number, that's funny. And then the other thing that's funny is if you scroll, like, I don't know about your TikTok, but Julia's, if you scroll back, her first video is of me. <laughs> oh my God, yes. On that retreat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it so is, because I was there when you filmed it. And I was like, TikTok fucking kids these days. Because I'm like, I'm like, what, three years older than you? You're, you're 25? Yes. Okay, I'm two years older than you. And I was like, oh, I'll never get on TikTok and here, here are bitches on TikTok <laughs> doing business TikToks. Anyways, we'll get to talking about actual business. So Becky, please, so I already introduced you, but like, tell us what you do and how you got into being a business coach for beginners. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I think y'all already get a good feel for uh, my personality. That was like a real fun um, intro to get to know somebody instead of an actual, hi, this is who I am. Um, so that's actually why I love being interviewed by friends because I just like, they're so funny. But anyway, so I started my business September of 2018. Like I think most there are so many online coaches, especially that become business coaches that start as social media managers. Like I used to think I was so unique, like I'm a social media manager and now I'm a business coach. No, that's literally all of us. But besides the point, so I used to do social media at a bourbon distillery actually. And then I, I had so much free time there because I don't even need to get into the details there, but I had a lot of free time. So I spent a lot of time scrolling through Facebook groups um, for entrepreneurs and I ended up getting a social media management job like really easily, like basically like freelance stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, this business thing is going to be so easy. Obviously, I'm going to do this. It's not. Um, so <laughs> I did social media management on and off for my first probably five months in business um, while also a month into business realizing I wanted to be a coach and I didn't have to wait to have some successful social media management agency to be able to coach. Um, I already knew enough. So I started doing marketing coaching and then February of 2019, I let go of my last management client. Um, I was like crying every night. I was so stressed out from her. So I just had to like let it go and move on. And then um, had a couple flopped launches, you know, all that good stuff. And last April, April of 2019, I decided to step into business coaching Um and it's just been a wild ride ever since. I've learned about, you know, mindset and empowerment. I've gone on my own. Like this, I feel like this sounds, sounds so cheesy. It's not, but I feel so cheesy saying this because I never thought this would be coming out of my mouth. But like, I went on like my own like self-love journey and like, you know, the, it's just amazing what entrepreneurship can do and how much it can shift your life, like, one, like every piece of your life. Um, and why I coach beginners. So I, you know, I've scaled my business. I hit pretty much consistent 10K months now. And so technically, when you're looking at the hierarchy of coaches online, I could scale up and start coaching more advanced coaches and, you know, charge, you know, 5,000 more dollars than I'm charging right now for one package and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, and I did create a mastermind for more advanced coaches, but still not coaches that are hitting 10K months yet. The mastermind was created to help coaches scale to 10K months. So the reason that I um, focus on beginners and really I'm working on like paving my name, that doesn't even make any sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but basically being known as the business coach for beginners is because understand what it's like to start your business. I think that all you need is the strategy and you know, not really worry about mindset and just like go all in and then realize a couple, you know, months down the line, oh shoot, like I didn't get the support I needed. I didn't work on the mindset the way I needed to. And now I'm stuck and I don't understand. And you might not even realize that that's why you're stuck, but that's why you're stuck. So I've created, you know, a really comprehensive program strictly for beginners where number one, no matter how big, how big I become, no matter how well known I become, this program will always have weekly group calls with laser coaching and this program will always have in some capacity even if it's one one-on-one call some kind of one-on-one support for me because I think as a beginner you need that support even if it's one intensive one-on-one right you need some kind of one-on-one time with a coach to get your questions answered and I feel like that's something that a lot of beginners don't get access to because they get really um, enthralled by almost like shiny object syndrome, the really, really celebrity coaches that have all these, you know, testimonials and their own success story. But it's like they have all these testimonials because each round of their program, there's like 50 people going through it. So obviously at 50, at least, you know, 10 are going to be successful. So then over time it grows pretty quickly. But so Basically, that's kind of why I like to focus on beginners is that I see the need for a really, really solid coach specifically for beginners that has all their heart and soul invested into making sure a beginner has um, as quick of a like, again, I'm so bad at getting words out, but essentially making sure that a beginner can get from, you know, no business to bringing in consistent money month after month as quickly as possible. Um, and feeling supported and aligned along the way. So that was kind of a jumbled explanation of how I got to where I am and what I do. But that's basically, I'm just passionate and I'm tripping over my words, you guys. Also, I just like sat on my butt all weekend. um, So I feel like I forgot some um, vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) No, you need a break. You need a break. So that that is so true because I feel like a lot of people do get that shiny object syndrome going into the online space in terms of, okay, like I really need like just this strategy is going to help me. This is all I need. But like, we've all been a victim of it in terms of getting started and then being like, holy shit, there's something, there's like a limiting thing that is coming up and it's mindset is a lot of the beginning work that we do. Um, I just want to take it back to when you were talking about like your own personal development journey. And I just kind of wanted to like add to that as well in terms of like entrepreneurship really breaks you open in terms of what you believe about yourself and the things that you think, because if you don't have like really good confidence or really good self-worth, it's going to come through in your business because especially with your online business, because you're working with people, you're putting yourself out there, you're putting your face out there and your opinions. And if you're not really rooted in that, um, it can feel really, really difficult. And then the strategy is just going to completely fall flat. So I think, um, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an online service 
faith-based entrepreneur, if you're a coach, there is some level of personal development you go through when you become a coach yourself. Even somebody like me, who's a mindset coach, like, I don't know if you guys know, but like in the beginning, when I started my business, I was like talking about strategy and mindset. Cause I was thinking nobody's just going to pay for mindset. Like I had that belief and like, you know, because we were in the mastermind together and I was like struggling with it. Cause I was like, who's going to pay me for just mindset. And that was a limiting belief that went all the way back to experience as a kid and experiences in school. And it came back to my own worthiness when it came to if I thought somebody would pay me for a certain type of coaching. Literally, there are coaches out there who coach on so many different things. If you have this deep desire about doing some type of coaching, but you're like, but who's going to pay for that? Like you should really follow that because it's dropping into your head for some reason. If you're having that inspired thought about something that you're really passionate about, figure out the how later and just focus on the what, like just focus on what you want and the how will kind of fall into place. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so true. I actually, I don't know why, but you saying that I'm like, okay, you're basically just it's funny how much we don't realize that we're speaking about the law of attraction, not to like pull it in this direction, per oh, se, but yeah. speaking about it without even realizing because, so I learned about the law of attraction through Abraham Hicks and I never realized, have you heard of um, the book slash movie, The Secret? Okay. Literally. I literally was watching it this weekend because I was like, literally, 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 me too. literally I watched it yesterday. Yes. And actually, so Bob Proctor, is my coach's coach. No way. So Reese from Yes Apply, I'm in her wealth mastermind right now. And she works with Bob Proctor. And I was like, damn. So I saw him. And I was like, oh my God, fuck yes. Go Bob. Love it. So yeah. So you saying the how thing, they, um, that movie, I didn't, I honestly had no idea that that's what the movie, that's what the secret was about. Like I didn't realize. Um, so it was interesting. I think, I think it was a little bit intense and I feel like I, whatever, we don't have to dive into all of that. Um, cause I don't even, I was watching, but let's be, to be honest, I multitask and when I watch movies, I'm low key also on my phone. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, you said the thing about the how, and that's, that's something that did really stick with me from the movie was stop asking and thinking about how is this going to happen? How can you get there? And just focus on the what and the, and the why I think. And then as you go on, the how will just appear. It'll just kind of happen. Um, and that's such a good point. And I think that, you know, the biggest thing that gets people stuck when they're starting their business is they're thinking about the how too much. How is this going to work? How is this possible? How does she do that? How can I do that? And it's like, stop looking at other people. I have to say like, side note on stop looking at other people. I completely took off this past weekend and didn't even get on Instagram. Didn't open the app. I accidentally opened the app a couple of times because I was scrolling on TikTok and then I like tried to want to look at somebody's Instagram and I'm like, no, Becky, get off Instagram. But anyway, um, I didn't want, you know, so I didn't watch anybody's Instagram stories this weekend and I got on this morning and I watched a few and I was like, this is stressing me out looking at what other people are doing right now. So I just kind of stopped. But when you take time off and then look, you realize how much people affect you. So like, stop worrying about other people. Stop worrying about like where someone is versus where you are and how it's going to all happen. And just think about why you want to do it so badly and what it means to you and focus on that space while you're working because 
the how just again like it does it falls into place and if you worry too much about the how you're just gonna get kind of like stuck in that hamster wheel and at the end of the day the how doesn't matter because what matters is like if you reached your goal or not or if you got what you wanted the how like I think for me what was a big revelation for me was like something can happen in a way that I didn't expect like I'm a very predictable, logical person. So I would always think, how is this going to happen? It, it can only happen in this specific way, this rigid, specific, expected way. But when I started opening myself up to the possibilities of clients can come to me in all different kinds of ways, I can make 10K in a different way than I thought I could make. So I was always so like thinking about, how, 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 how is this going to work for me? But when you're so focused on like the rigidness and, and the rules and how things are supposed to be, you're not opening yourself up to the possibility of something totally unexpected or something happening for you. And you may miss out on an opportunity because you're so focused on like, this is how it's supposed to be like, our life, our business, our relationships, like this is how it's supposed to be without thinking there could be something better for you if you just stop being so damn rigid about it. Mm -hmm. It's so true. It's so true. And like, yeah, you just, you need to, you need to enjoy it more. I feel like that's another thing that I realized. I had all these like revelations this weekend, not getting on my phone and not working. Um, and even our friend Erin, she like messaged me on Instagram this morning. She goes, Becky, you're talking slowly in your Instagram stories. And then she sent me a voice and she goes, just to be clear, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, you're usually so fast and you're talking slow today. Like, I really feel like this weekend was good for you. And I was like, yeah, right. like I'm, I'm breathing. Yeah. But, um, like I used to think that you, that like I had the speed on two times whenever I would hear your fucking Voxer messages, I'd be like, honestly, Becky, what the fuck? Because you talk so fast. You're so funny. But like, that's so true. Like when you take a fucking, like when you relax and allow yourself to relax, everything feels like more calm. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized when I like took the break and when I came back, I was like, you know, I spend so much time thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And I think that a lot of beginners get stuck on that thought process. And I feel like I just never got off the roller coaster almost of like, because everybody, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people think, okay, so I start my business. I'm going to work seven days a week. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to work, 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 work. And then I'm going to hit those 10 K months. Cause for whatever reason, 10 K months has become the thing in the online space. And that's what everybody wants to reach. And there it's like, when I hit those 10 K months, that's when I get to calm down. But the thing is, if you are living on this roller coaster of go, 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 go until I hit those 10 K months, until I hit those 10 K months, you're going to hit them. And you're going to want more because you finally felt that release of like dopamine when you hit that goal that you've been wanting to hit. And you're like, I want more of that. And the next thing you know, it's 20K, 20K, 20K. Next thing you know, three years have gone by. What did you do with your life except for work your ass off, right? Like, I'm not going to say that's me per se, because I definitely do take time off and stuff, but like not as much as I should be. And I definitely do like work too hard. And I think that it really starts with when you first start your business. 
it's not necessarily that we're taught to work like that, but we're not taught to not work like that, right? Mm -hmm. No one says, don't do this or try this instead. So I always tell my clients, I'm like, you're only posting Monday through Friday. Like I will say, actually, I used to tell my clients to post seven days a week. So I've, I guess in some capacity, I was promoting that lifestyle for a while, but now I'm like, that's not necessary. So I always tell my clients, I'm like, only post Monday through Friday. If you want to work in the back end of your business on Saturday and Sunday, that's your prerogative. Like that's your choice. I'm not going to encourage you to do that. Definitely take one entire day off every single week. Um, I always say that because if you're from the get go, I'm going to work every single day, hit a point and then relax. Like I can tell you that that's not, it's not going to happen. You're, you're not going to ever get to that point where you feel like you've hit enough and it's time to relax and slash or you're going to hit a point where you burn out and you look back and it's been five years and what have you done with your life except for make a lot of money but where are your friends where's your relationship where's your family like are they with you or did you lose them along the way and like do you want that to happen um I feel like that's not talked about enough yeah and I feel like too like it's very ingrained this like work culture this like work hard culture like you're not you're not producing or if you're not doing then you're not worthy I think that's really ingrained early in life in terms of like working hard playing hard too but like a lot of the things when it comes to business is like you can make things easy in your business so you can still get work done and still have fun but you don't necessarily have to work hard it doesn't have to feel so hard all the time and for you to be burnt out doesn't mean that you have a successful business it just means that you're burning yourself out So I really agree with that too, in terms of like, when you are, um, when you reach the goal, it's not going to feel good enough because you haven't felt into the feelings yet of like really experiencing, wow, I'm so grateful that I hit this goal. You're just on to the next one because people really think that they're going to feel a certain way whenever you hit something or whenever you do something. But if you're not learning how to feel that way now, you won't all of a sudden learn how to feel that way in the future because we are programmed and conditioned to feel certain ways. And if we don't tap into those feelings now, no experience is going to change that. Right. It's so true. And I'm going to be honest. I, um, I looked at, I was looking at like my income report for this year so far. And, um, like overall, when it breaks down, it breaks down to about 10 K every single month, but I've had some months that were like huge. And then I had like one or two that were like really low, but basically the last three months consistently have been over 10 K in income. And I saw that, and I'm sharing this because when I looked at that on my sheet the other day, I was like, cool what's next? Like, how do I get, like, how do I make this even better? And it's like, Becky, what the fuck? Like sit back, breathe and realize that you did that. And the, and I think that part of why I do that, just like to break that down is because I'm like, well, it's not in my bank account because I've invested in coaches and I have expenses. Right. Um, and so I freak out because I'm like, well, but it's not there. So I need to make more because it's not in my bank account anymore or whatever. But it's like, that's literally the point of money is to like spend, to be spent on things, not to like spend irrationally, but like the point of making money is that you can spend it on things you want to spend it on. And so that's what I did. So it's like, chill out. But that just goes to show it's like so ingrained in us to like get to that next number, that next milestone, that next thing that honestly, like, even though I don't really think like, don't care to like talk about it per se, it's like, 
whether you share it or not, it's like, it makes you feel in some capacity good about yourself. Cause you're like, if you get stuck in comparison, it's like, oh, well now I did that now too. So ha kind of a thing. And it's like, but that's such a horrible way to look at it. And we just have to really from the starting point of our business, be more appreciative and feel more into the wins, no matter how big or how small they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally agree with you, girlfriend. Wow. This didn't go at, at all how I thought it would go, but I love it. Great. I know it didn't at all. I'm like, no. how do we get here? <laughs> no, this is great. No, I love it. Um, so I mean, what, so have you yourself dealt with imposter syndrome and can you share with my audience, like what your experiences with imposter syndrome was when you first got started and like what you learned from that experience? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, it's hit me in different ways throughout my business. I mean, when I first started, I had that belief that I was not allowed to be a coach until I had a successful business outside of coaching. So like, I literally said to my first coach, I said, I really want to be a coach. She said, so be a coach. And I was like, but I need to have my social media agency and make money from that first. And she was like, says who? Says who? And I was like, I just feel like I have to do that. So that, that was like really imposter syndrome there of like, I'm not good enough. I don't know enough, even though I had all this marketing experience and I wasn't back then trying to be a business coach. I was just trying to be a marketing coach. Um, so that definitely got me. Um, I feel like the constant battle for me has always been like comparison and impo- feeling like an imposter in my business. It's, it's not, it's hard to really remember now. That was like a really big piece that like really, I'll never forget that because I remember that conversation with my first coach. Um, But, you know, it's harder to think about other ones as much now because I don't know how this happened, but I don't really experience imposter syndrome anymore. I definitely will probably always deal with comparisonitis with certain people, but I've, I've somehow managed to like get pretty good when it comes to imposter syndrome. I think that it's just, that just, goes hand in hand with this concept of like me going on that self-love journey and getting confident and that kind of a thing. Um, But I definitely felt some imposter syndrome when I first started business coaching because, you know, in reality, pretty much any business coaching can like program that's built for somebody that's starting a business in some capacity is going to take you through the same steps because the steps are the steps are the steps. That's how you start a business um, and how you get successful quickly online. But in my head, I was like, am I just unknowingly stealing my coach's program? Like I was so, like I had so much imposter syndrome of like, am I, am I really, do I, is this really my knowledge or is this just stuff that I'm regurgitating? Like I was so scared that I wasn't being like me, I guess, and that I was taking this other information and there wasn't my own twists on it. Um, so that was something that I had to fight with a lot. And I even like had a conversation with my coach about it once. Cause she was like, I know you feel this way and you have to stop feeling that way because it's not the case. Um, and I think that that comes, you know, we can dissect where that comes from another time. I, I know where it comes from, but it, it ended up feeling very much like imposter syndrome of, you know, I am, am I good enough to have this knowledge on my own kind of a thing? Like, yes, I learned stuff in that program that obviously I'm going to bring with me. That's like, Coaches are always saying, especially business coaches, it's like, well, I just hired this new coach. So now I can bring what I've learned from this coach and, and, and share it with my clients now kind of a thing. So that's acceptable. That's allowed. You take, you learn it, you t- make your own twist on it and you teach it. Um, but 
I was so scared of being viewed as this imposter and um, that it like wasn't my work and that kind of a thing. So I feel like those are the two main times that imposter syndrome really did come up for me in my business for sure. But it definitely is prevalent for it's sure. So, it's so common too, in terms of the like, is my work original type thing? Like that's so common to feel like I, it's, it's something really interesting to explore because it's so unique to each person but like we all kind of feel it especially because information that we get and receive within the coaching community within the online space it's all just all of us regurgitating other people even even in this secret like even in there like they're talking about people before who were talking about certain concepts that I've heard Reese talk about that came from Bob that came from the secret that came from philosophers like like years and years ago like we're all just regurgitating information to a point and that's something I say in terms of like your work is original in terms of like the original way you do things how how you interpret something and then how you put it out there that is your originality of course if you're like ripping somebody off and using their exact words and passing it off as your own like that's not original but like you are what makes it original. It's not the actual content or it's, it's you. Yeah. And I remember for the longest time, I was always judging myself because I knew that to some capacity. I was like, I know that, um, what's all in some capacity regurgitated information and we just put our own spin on it. And that's what people choose to work with us. Right. Um, and even though I knew that, you know, there's all these coaches that are really good at coming up with essentially names for their frameworks, which in reality, their framework is like, um, like teeny, teeny pinch little amount different than my framework, but it's enough to make me feel like, um, theirs is better because they have a name for their framework and they're calling it a framework. And I'm just talking about it because I'm not necessarily that great at building something into a framework. Um, and so for the longest time, I was really hard on myself about that. And then I'm sharing this story so because listen to what Jill just said. And then here's an example of the fact that it probably this probably happens to you actually more than you realize and you just haven't necessarily experienced what I've experienced. But I was at this event and one of the speakers spoke on this new concept that they had created and they gave a name to it and they walked us through each step of like what the concept was and i kid you not verbatim each step of that concept and this was as, as at least this is what she said it was she said this was a whole new thing she just came out with it never seen it anywhere else in in the business world like all this stuff and i kid you not verbatim walked my friends through those exact steps that i had come up with like two weeks prior after um, my therapist and I had a conversation about values and then I like brought it and like turned this whole spin on it into my business and literally my friend was sitting next to me at this conference and she nudged me and she goes that's literally what you said to me last night and I was like I'm aware but I just didn't think to turn it into something and give it a name because my brain some people's brains work with let me turn this into a framework and give it a name and some people's brains like mine work with let's just talk for 10 minutes and see what comes out and it's going to make sense you know like that's just kind of how I roll but so that just proved to me I was like yeah first of all it wasn't like my brand new idea it was ideas that I then smushed together to make it into like a system right and then the other piece was like we might come up with new ways of doing things without even realizing that our thing is, you know, a little bit different, a little bit special, but 
you just have to own that it is. And then it is like, that was a difference between me and that coach is that coach decided to say, this is the thing I created this, I made, and it's just a difference in words. Like me wanting to become like the business coach for beginners, for example, it's not wanting to become, but it's like, I might not necessarily be known by everybody in this entire coaching world by that. I might never be. But if my hope is to be, I can't say I want to be the business coach for beginners. I am that whether you think so or not, whether you agree or not, I am decided and I am now, and I speak this now, the business coach of beginners. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's just what I've decided. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. And if I say that enough, people will believe me, right? (laughs) Exactly. And like that goes hand in hand with like being really confident about like yourself, because even though, yes, we all like regurgitate the same information, we all do our own spin on things, but if you're not really confident in yourself, that's going to be really difficult and you're going to hide behind whatever you hide behind and use that as rationale as to not put out your ideas and your originality and your spin on things. You're just going to hide and be like, well, somebody has all, has already said that has already something like that, but like, they're not you. And that's something that's really important is like, people are going to like you for you. So you have to like yourself before you put something out there because you're not going to think that you're not going to be like, Oh, everybody just like is going to choose who they like. And some people are going to resonate with me and some aren't going to resonate with me and that's okay. Um, so that's why it's really important to get the mindset stuff like taken care of, like during the beginning stages of your business, because if you don't, it's going to like follow you through. Yeah. And I think what you just said was so perfect of like, you need to like yourself before and like what you offer before you want somebody else to. And I really think that honestly, the secret to business, at least the, one of the first secrets to business um, is before anything else, learn exactly that to like yourself. If you don't already learn to love yourself, learn to believe wholeheartedly that like you are the career coach, the business coach, the mindset coach, whatever it is that you do. There could be, I have friends that are business coaches for beginners. I don't care. I'm still the best one. Like I love them to death, but I'm, I've decided I'm the best one, right? It doesn't mean that our friendship is over because of that. Like you can think that you're the best at something and your friend might be cla- technically clashing with you thinking they're the best too. doesn't mean that either of you are wrong, but you have to believe it for yourself. And when you do that, like you will literally like magnetically attract people to you. I get at least three DMs between Facebook and Instagram every single week of people wanting to get on sales calls with me now. And I really think that that was the shift is that I believed in myself. I believe in what I'm teaching and like, I love what I've created and who I've become. So people are then attracted to me and want it, want, want part of that and like want to experience that for themselves. Totally. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the pod, Becky. Love you. Thanks. Thanks for having me, girl. Thanks for um, going on this, you know, journey of who even knows what we were going to talk about. I know this is so fun. (laughs) And yeah, um, where can everybody find you on socials? Um, my name is Becky Fagan. So if you're like walking right now and you are driving, um, and you don't look at the show notes or something, my last name is F E I G I N. So, um, try and remember that and just find me on Instagram, Becky Fagan, and you can like find me, find everything else about me once you get there, honestly. 
Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach Jill for tons of free content, strategies, and inspo. See you next time.